0: Hey y'all, it is Lynn Howard, and we are back with another episode of Road to an Abundant Author Life. We've talked about this in the past, but I wanted to go a little bit more in depth about it because it is probably the number one most common thing I get asked is how to beat writer's block. Now, I'm not one that truly believes in the whole writer's block thing. I believe that there are things that are blocking our ability to function. Like a lot of people think writer's block is like a thing. This is, this is what it is. Writer's block is caused <laughs> by other issues. So writer's block, let's see, the inability, the inability to think of what should be written next. The phenomenon was first documented in 1947 by Edmund Bergler, a psychoanalyst. So, I mean, this has been going on for a long time. I mean, obviously, probably long before 1947 but you know the phrase was coined at that point so here are just a few things that could cause the you know phenomenon known as writer's block ADHD alcohol or drugs analysis paralysis that's you know constantly overthinking and analyzing what you're doing the content and I I do this I do this a lot where I'll write something and I'll be sitting down I'm like oh my god like downstairs on the couch did I write the right thing and I overanalyze it and I come back upstairs and then I want to change everything. That can actually cause writer's block. Anxiety, because lord knows that stops us from doing everything. Brain activity, whether issues with your brain overactivity, the creative block is a lot of times caused by an underactive, you know, issue in your brain. Depression, again, we all know depression can block just about everything withdrawal and that's from not just drugs and alcohol but think about if you have quit smoking if you have quit drinking caffeine things like that emotional fuel or the lack of i am one of those people that if i'm emotionally taxed because family issues or whatever i can't seem to put enough emotion behind my books so that's a lot of times what blocks my writing is if i'm already emotionally taxed i don't have enough to put into the actual books fatigue or sleep issues i mean you're tired, it's hard to focus. Medical conditions, um, personal, I am, I have vestibular migraines. We've discussed this before. I'm actually getting to the end of my round of Botox shots. So it's getting a little bit harder for me to focus. Um, About the last week, I can't write at all because I can't, I can't focus on anything really. But medical issues like that and not just You know, neurological medical issues, but any kind of medical issue that might cause you pain, discomfort, things like that, it makes it hard to focus. A motivational deficit. Listen, even full-time writers don't always feel like going and sitting down. Sometimes we're feeling lazy or unmotivated. If you want this to be your career, you're going to have to find that motivation one way or another. I'm not telling you you have to write every single day because we don't always have time, nor do we always have the energy. But if you want to finish a book, you have to write. OCD. I don't truly have OCD, but as I've said a thousand times, I'm kind of a control freak. So if things aren't going exactly the way I wanted them to go and the characters start taking over, sometimes I have to stop. And I've been known to restart a book three or four times, and I'm talking 30,000 words in because it just wasn't perfect. It just wasn't right. Psychotropic drugs. A little more personal information. I take antidepressants. I have severe uh, depression and anxiety. It's actually genetic. My everybody on my mom's side of the family has it. Those things, uh, benzodiazepines, antipsychotics, things like that, can actually mess with your brain chemistry and, and can cause a little bit of a brain fog. And then stress is another huge one, because we can't focus when we're stressed out. So some of the symptoms of writer's block is, I don't know if you've heard that gap, I just had a, a little bit of speaker's block. Some of the symptoms are brain fog, drawing a blank, which Lord knows I do that on words, sometimes some of the most simple common words too, frustration, inability to focus, lack of inspiration, and increased stress because you're not writing. So what can we do when we start facing writer's block? Um, again, you know, my medical issues are the big ones that, that tend to get in my way. And again, I'm, I'm kind of coming to the end of my Botox shots, which is why I sound a little off when it comes to to my speaking pattern. And I apologize for my voice. We had a car show Saturday and there's cars doing burnouts and revving their engines and bands. So I have to talk over it. And I'm sure you've noticed I have a natural raspy voice. Very easy for me to blow my voice. I was going to record this yesterday, but I had almost no speaking voice at all. So some of the things we can do to eliminate or at least help some of our writers block. First, we've got to determine the source. You know, I know myself well enough to know the emotional and the, the medical issues are usually my biggest one. So once you determine, you know, the source of what is causing it, there are things that you can do to move around it. You know, are you feeling sluggish? Maybe you're not sleep deprived, but, you know, say midday slump. Get yourself a, of, a cup of coffee, a cup of tea even a soda, you know, if you you can have that extra, you know, sugar in there. Avoid perfectionism. Lord have mercy if that one didn't like, just speak right to me. Even though I know I'm going to do my like three rounds of self-editing and then going through betas and then going through an editor, I still always feel like something's not right. I got to fix it. Got to fix it. Avoid perfectionism. Brainstorm. Maybe when you're writing, you're stuck because you didn't out or flesh out your characters or your plot enough. I am a pantser or as they call it over the pond, um, what do they call it? A discovery writer because apparently pants are underwears. So they don't like saying that. But maybe you need to sit down and flesh out your world or your characters a little bit more. You know, maybe that's what's got you stuck is you're not sure where to go from point A to B to C. Change your environment. I do this when it's nice out. If I'm stuck, I'm going to my patio. Get my umbrella out, set up. And it's weird because I set up the laptop, but I also have my keyboard. So then I just like prop my legs up and I type on my keyboard with the laptop on the table. But maybe you have a Barnes and Noble or a coffee shop or a diner or something nearby, library, where you can just kind of change the environment. You can even do that in your own house. If you write at the kitchen table and this is your dedicated spot, but you're finding yourself stuck, maybe go sit on your bed. If there's no one in the living room, maybe go sit on your couch. You know, you don't have to leave your house. Cut distractions. I am the kind of writer I need background noise, whether it's music or TV or movie, but it cannot be something I want to pay attention to. You know, like The Office is one of my all-time favorite shows, Walking Dead. So different in genre, but Walking Dead is one of my favorite shows. I've seen every episode of both those shows a dozen times or more. I can quote every episode of both those shows. So I don't need to pay attention to that. But if I have a movie or a TV show or something that I haven't seen, I catch myself looking up. So I can't do that. That'll be distracting. Um, I like to have music playing, but it can't be too loud because that's distracting and I want it to be ambient music. Find some inspiration. Maybe you need to take a walk. Maybe you need to step away and read a book in your genre or outside your genre. Maybe you need to do some art because face it, most of us writers have some form of art. I like to craft and uh, do DIY. That's my little artsy thing. Um, Maybe you need to listen to some music. You know what I mean? There's, find some kind of inspiration that'll feed into whatever it is that you're writing. If you're writing romance, maybe watch Bridgerton, you know, or Outlander, or if you're writing fantasy, maybe go watch Lord of the Rings just to kind of get that juice going. You don't want it too close to your genre though, because you don't want to copy someone else's voice or storyline. This one's controversial. Forced writing. I would not suggest doing this on your current um, WIP, your current WIP. I would say get a separate piece of paper or a separate Word document and force it. Sometimes if you force it, it'll start jogging. Oh, yeah, this is what we're doing now. And you can hop back over and start writing again. Or if you forced write and it up being decent, you could keep it and just, you know, alter it a little bit. Read something outside of your genre. Um, I got in a funk for a while and I, you know, I love paranormal romance and my favorite are vampires and shifters. I got in a funk, um, my shifters, my Cedar Hill shifters, my my executioners. I kind of got stale, I guess, on that. So I started reading um, bodyguard romance and I started reading thrillers and cozy mysteries just to kind of get out of that. Just for a minute and give my brain a rest. I even started watching different types of movies and TV shows instead of my usual horror and action. You know, I switched over to, you know, period romance, which is not normally what I do, but like Bridgerton, you know. Research. Maybe, you know, stop writing. Maybe you need to research your character's location where they live. If it's not a fictional town, maybe you need to research their career. Um, Maybe you need to research I don't know if this person is an elf or a fairy, maybe go do some research, you know, Sealy and Unsealy Court in the Fey world, you know, things like that. This is something that I have done for a long time, but stream of consciousness or free journaling. Open a piece of paper or, you know, a screen on your page and type or write. Don't think. Let words just come out and they, they probably be, will be disjointed. Mine usually are. They won't make sense to you. But sometimes things get so jumbled up in there and that's what's causing the stress or that's what's causing the anxiety or the depression. And sometimes your brain needs to purge. Sometimes it might be something you didn't even know was bothering you until you see it on the paper. Whoa, don't think, just write, just type or just write. Relaxation and self-care. This one's difficult for me, at least the relaxation part is difficult for me because I've never truly learned how to relax. Um, up until like the age of 30, I had a pretty tumultuous, you know, marriage and, and home life before that. And then I was raising kids and they had special needs. So relaxation was not in my vocabulary until the past few years. Self-care was also something that I tended to neglect and I'm getting back into. So it doesn't, and I always, I had to actually ask people, like, I didn't even know what self-care truly was. It's not necessarily going to a spa. Something for me that refills my bucket is I will go sit on my back porch or walk around my backyard barefoot. For some reason, grounding myself on the the bare grass or bare dirt or whatever, it it grounds me and it helps recharge something in my brain. You know, just sitting alone in the woods or even because I I am in a pretty pretty rural area, just sitting on my back porch and listening to the birds and feeling the wind, to me, that is self-care. So you'll have to discover for you what refills your bucket maybe reading a book, maybe absolute silence, maybe blasting death metal in your ears is what you find is self-care. But once you find that self-care, it will help the relaxation. I've, I've had to figure that out. I didn't know how to just relax. But once I figured out what refilled my bucket, it did help me to relax. Set a better sleep schedule. I have a very regimented schedule now because of my condition. I have to have a certain amount of sleep. So I go to bed at the same time every night and I get up at the same time every morning. On the weekends, I do stay up or you know, stay up a little bit later and sleep a little later. But I'm talking like 11 o'clock and sleep until 9 o'clock instead of going to bed at 10 and getting up at 7.30, 8 o'clock. But you might have to stop scrolling through TikTok until 2 in the morning or watching YouTube videos. Maybe you need to cut, you know, 30 minutes to an hour of the Netflix show that you've been binge watching. Sleep is imperative for everything we do, especially creating. If you want to be able to focus on your day job, on your writing, on anything, you have to have ample sleep. And to me, that is another aspect of self-care. Because if you're not fully rested, you're not healthy. Sorry, you're just not. Take a break from your current work. Get up and go wash the dishes. Go watch the birds flying around outside your window. Go sit on your porch like I do. You know, take a break and walk away from it. A lot of times if I get stuck on a scene, I will get up and do something completely mundane that requires literally no thought. And boom, every time it will come back to me. Well, let me not lie to you. It's not every time. Sometimes it's taken a day or two to solve that problem. But do something mundane. Take a break from what you're doing. Go do a craft go read a book, go, you know, just take a break from what you're doing, what you're writing right now. And if all else fails, quit, not permanently, (laughs) get up, walk away from the computer, the tablet, the the piece of paper, whatever it is. You might not be able to get back to to that today. If you're too stressed, if your anxiety is skyrocketing, you know, your medication needs to be altered, your medical issues, whatever it is, if, if it's not, can't be fixed by these little tips, Just stop for the day. There's no shame in taking a break for a day, two days, a week. If you need to walk away, do it. Because you don't want something that is your passion and something you truly love to become a job, to become a chore. I always said the day that my writing began to feel like a job is the day I quit. I've been doing this now for 11 years and I still don't feel like it's a job. Yes, I say I got to get to work, but I still love it. I still love every day of it. I do take breaks. I've been trying to make myself not work at all on my writing on the weekends. You know, I've been doing, you know, catching up on housework or, you know, this time of year we go to car shows. But it's okay if you need to walk away from your, your progress, your, your work of progress. It's okay if you've written 40,000 words and decide it's not working and scrap it. Now, I would not suggest deleting it. Do not delete it until you have finished a whole nother one. Because I've done both, where I deleted it and regretted it, and I've started another one, but then I went and copied and pasted parts that I loved. But if you need to stop, there's no shame in that. And there's no shame in having writers black. While it's not technically, you know, a real thing, it's actually caused by other, you know, other sources and other other issues it's okay if you get stuck sometimes. I promise you, Stephen King and J.K. Rowling and all of them, I promise you they have down days too. But you have to keep pushing forward sometimes. You have to take a break. You have to get more sleep, you know, whatever it is. So That's what I have for you today. Um, I can now tell you that I will have Brian Cohen on on November 8th to talk about email marketing and email subscribers and and building your email list for marketing for authors that I just rambled that together but again if you can hear my voice and hear my cadence of speech you know I'm a little off this week and I probably will be next week too but the shots are coming November 11th so I'll be back in business but until next week guys have a great day and happy writing bye if you enjoyed this episode of road to an abundant author life Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Feel free to email me at authorlynhoward at yahoo.com and leave a review on your favorite outlet. Thanks.